Hi guys, it's Kia and welcome to the very first episode of the Fashion 360 podcast. Um small disclaimer before I get into it. I'm not showing any hate or personal vendetta against any of the people mentioned in this video nor my bias to anyone mentioned. This is just a collection of some factual information and my opinions. So let's get into it. Today we're talking about the outfits worn by the celebrities at the NMACC which is the uh Neeta Mukesh Ambani Cultural Center inauguration and just a little bit about the Dior show. What we're really going to analyze however is how culturally appropriate they are because many of them rode the line between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation which is a very very fine line and yes that was a high style reference. uh some of them rose to the challenge and some did not so before we start what is cultural appropriation from a definition point of view it is the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs practices ideas etc of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society cultural appropriation takes place when members of a majority group adopt cultural elements of a minority group in an exploitative disrespectful or stereotypical way so essentially in a way it is all cultural appropriation if you look at it from being stereotypical especially the looks on the carpet but like they are stereotypical but i don't think that like they're disrespecting our culture our culture because there they are being stereotypical but in a good way because most of the looks are by indian designers where they did fall short they did because designers do fall short sometimes but most of them are like proper indian clothing which i think is good so now that we have that clear and out of the way let's talk about the looks my issue here lies which honestly kind of feels tough to say but there is a certain limit to even fusion wear and like let's talk about the most talked look and why i think even though it is beautiful it's just not fully indian but still done by an indian designer which hiki just confuses me because there is no apparent reason for doing what was done zindia we've all seen her sari i say that with air quotes because it is more of a long skirt it's not even a lehenga it's a skirt which has a chain which has an attached pallu mock up around like the waist area which goes over the shoulder which trails along the back which was a custom outfit made by rahul mishra for her my issue here is that why 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 would you make something that looks exactly like a sari but have it not be a sari even though you're an indian designer same would go even if he wasn't an indian designer but like more emphasis because he is and it's part of his culture like don't get me wrong i do think it's beautiful i think the embroidery is beautiful the concept the theme the color looks amazing on her everything the whole look is beautiful but i see no logic for it being a skirt when like if you wanted to do a skirt that bad do a lehenga you're purposely making it look like a sari but the pallu doesn't even wrap around her lower body which is essentially what makes it a sari because it wraps around her lower body and then it goes over one or the other shoulder and if you look at it from a standpoint of being fusion wear i'll explain why it's not 
Fusionware is essentially combining elements of two or more different cultures and have that be prominently visible. First point here, there is no Western element. If someone says like there's it's an asymmetrical look, that is literally the concept of a sari. One shoulder is meant to have like a big drape on it. And like second point, even if there was an element of Westernness, it's not prominently visible. And what's worse is the pure ignorance of calling it a sari, even though it's not. Because that is what cultural appropriation is. It's not the fact that the that it's not a sari. It's the fact that they're calling a sari, even though it's not a sari. It's the ignorance. I have no hate towards India because like she shouldn't be expected to know everything about her culture. So it's like purely like in my opinion, the designer's fault because you would very easily have made a sari. Yes, it would have taken longer, but you're making a custom outfit. It's meant to look glamorous and beautiful and not as if it was made haphazardly and with like a time crunch, you know. Um. Anyway, moving on from Zendaya, let's talk about Makri Man or aka Mr. Tom Holland, whose stylist just found it too damn difficult to be able to find a kurta or a sherwani or an achkan or a bandkala or a Nehru jacket for him. You're in India. You're at the Nitesh Mukesh, sorry, Nita Mukesh Ambani cultural center. Just the culture, please. You have money. You don't have to wear the same suit everywhere. But th- that's all I have to say. I am just disappointed with that. Like, I am highly, highly disappointed with that. Wear a kurta. It's not that hard. You didn't have an outfit the day before. Go to Fab India. Go to go to Sarojini Agar. Go to anywhere. You will find a kurta. It is not that tough. And you're Tom Holland. Okay. Um... I am going to talk about some of the more popular looks since this podcast, since this is a podcast and there isn't like a visual reference. So you'll pretty much just have to use your brain a little bit. Um, But let's just talk about social media for a second. There are many channels across YouTube and Patreon and other sources who will make videos or shorts or reels covering and reviewing the looks. But what baffles me is that they know an upper level of what Indian clothing is. So they look at it from a very traditional view. So if there are slightly unconventional but still theoretically correct Indian garments, they can't tell the difference and it becomes fusion wear or like not a proper sari, which frankly is just not the case. For example, Alia Bhatt wore a sari by Vaishali S and it was slightly modern, but, but structurally it was a sari and like however many like foreigners reviewing it thought it not to be a sari even though in reality it was it was just a little more modern to, to give like a proper example of fusion wear Alia Bhatt also wore another outfit by Ali Saab who is a Lebanese designer it was essentially a flowland chest with pleats along the skirt and a slightly deep blouse type upper which was connected to the skirt with a cape effect However, instead of the cape starting from the shoulders, it started from under the arms and fell like a chain in the back. It doesn't sound very Indian, does it? However, the gown was beautifully embroidered in silver and gold embellishments along the pleats of the skirt and the top and around the waist and everywhere, which just gave it like a very Indian feel. Like you could feel the Indian embroidery through it. Um, Another point I want to bring up here is how Indian fashion and tradition has been going on for many centuries. 
since the time of like the kings and queens and only now in 2023 are we seeing recognition from other con- countries like like we're not asking for recognition but that was a youtuber reviewing the looks on youtube shorts and she actually said and i quote indian fashion is truly the future of fashion okay appreciated but what is being done now in indian fashion is literally considered modern so like what does she mean by future like we've already modernized traditional wear so much sure we can do it up further but i mean this isn't even truly traditional what you're seeing right now this is kind of like fusion wear and it is kind of modern so yes but on a positive note there has been a lot of appreciation especially towards embroidery because because it is very abnormal for others to see embroidery and gowns that heavy because hours are spent on embroidery especially those done by hand and the price of the production of the garment varies greatly between hand and machine embroidery since there is a huge difference in labor used and time spent between like handwork and machine work or like hand looms and power looms there was also some very odd fusion work done particularly in one person's look pona jagannathan who is more commonly known as devi's mom from the netflix series never have i ever which i also think just came out with the date for its final season but um she wore a gucci high neck very short coat just situation with an asymmetric silhouette with one sleeve a lot more voluminous than the other with a sort of loose pleat look in like just a white color the dress in my opinion alone would be fine very gucci very well tailored simple yet chic and classy the tailoring is well there's like a small like nehru collar element the sleeve is beautiful you should definitely check it out but the issue is that i'm assuming her stylist did this but the issue or she did it whoever she paired it with heavy almost bridal indian jewelry a heavy nose ring and an earpiece which wrapped around the back of her head and connected to the other ear and like separately the dress and the jewelry look good but nothing ties the dress to her jewelry and makes it cohesive it is two very different stories being told which are of two very different genres it's like combining shakespeare with sci-fi or star wars because i mean the only positive that we got from her look was that there was representation of jaipur as the uh, as the jewelry is from amripali um however i don't want to go into an extremely in-depth review of each of the bad outfits since the dior portion of this episode will be bad enough um that's just and the celebrities portion with a few positives and outfits that were actually done well and were actually traditional So contrary to many I actually think Gigi Hadid's saree by Abu Jani Sandeep Khosla which was the one with the gold blouse was very royal and majestic it felt regal and very warrior princess and like it almost gave a gilded age feel like which was the theme of the Met Gala um which I'm sure was not intended but it was beautiful and the saudi actually has chicken curry embroidery which is from the lucknow city in india and the saudi i'm pretty sure was ivory but since the um stitches 
like our our shadow embroidery that is why you have an illusion of a different color um next moving on karina kapoor khan wore anul bhandari and it was like a simple yet elegant red lehenga with mirror work embroidery it was pretty i mean but like ambani and his wife opened a cultural center so we could have had a little bit like more effort being put in you know what i mean um along with her stood saif ali khan who wore an overall monotone look with a white kurta white jodhpurs and a slightly off white nehru jacket or a sleeveless bandkala um with a printed pocket square and some like classic brown leather li- leather loafers that's a tongue twister it's very fitting that he went for a look like that because he is from a royal family and he wore jodhpurs which is a garment which was worn by royalty they are traditional pants which are meant to be bigger on the thighs and then they get narrow as you move down to the ankle uh next one of my personal favorites kriti sanon wearing manisha jazing the dress is in brocade which is from banaras and banaras is known for its brocade sarees and its rich textile the yarn was supposed to be dipped in pure is like supposedly was dipped in pure gold and then interweaved with silk yarns um and the minimum time to make a gown or sari like this is about 6 to 8 months depending on the motifs on like on the motifs and plus you have to make it on a hand loom which is hand operated and requires more labor and more time i want to talk about what uh neeta ambani was wearing it wasn't one of my personal favorites but i wanted to mention it because it showcases one of india's traditional embroideries which i think is really beautiful and i also feel that maybe her outfit wasn't that like it wasn't that big or bold because it was pretty much like this culture is named after me so i don't have to look amazing because i'm already special enough so i don't need to dress special but um she essentially wore a kaftan in a chicken curry embroidery along with mukesh embroidery um which is basically flat metallic thread which is sewn on the fabric and then it is beaten to give um more like a three dimensional metallic star look next was another favorite of mine it was very similar to kriti's look it was black and gold again but it was worn by sara ali khan and she wore manish malhotra it was almost a lehenga mixed with an anarkali i feel like since the bodice was connected to the skirt and it had a plunging neckline till the waist under which she wore a small blouse or like a bra top her lehenga is all embroidered with zardoz which is made of fine metal wire and gold thread along with beautiful gold beads and all of that is hand sewn um shweta bachchan wore a red and gold embroidered lehenga another one of my favorite it is actually like beautiful and stunning it's show stopping um it had mirror work embroidery which was from the kutch district of gujarat also addressed by abujani sandeep khosla which felt almost bridal and it had a big circular motif at the front which was done completely from mirror, from mirror and other forms of embroidery and it was overall just a pure essence of traditional indian 
which I think is very very fitting for her and like what era she was from um last mention again like top five for me personally Sonam Kapoor wore vintage Abu Jani Sandeep Khosla and I love that because I feel like wearing vintage is a big thing on international carpets because it's like you're pulling out a piece from history and that is what she did her lehenga i think is beautiful and much more special than some of the other lehengas shown they were also pretty but her lehenga was just stunning um lehengas are made of kalis which are basically like um i think they're called gotas um it's like one pleat almost but they are much bigger in size and usually there's about 12 to 16 kalis which are sewn together to make the lehenga and the special thing about hers was how each kali was differently embroidered rather than the same embroidery pattern or print pattern like in each there were different colors and there were different motifs and it was adorned with many forms of embroideries and it was also paired with a simple strapless um gold blouse which didn't have much going on along with the stole around her shoulders in the same look and color as her blouse but i think it was styled amazingly well and it works very well together because it was the top and bottom half were perfectly balanced and overall it was a very cohesive very regal very modern esque slightly jeopardy feel bright colors rich colors look it was it was actually just beautiful so the reason i talked about some positives in the end there was because now we're going to talk about the dior show and when i say that i had to scramble to find positives i really had to scramble like decor is one of the points in the positives but I'm almost happy in a way that the show isn't being talked about because it's embarrassing. Dior makes a huge big deal about coming to India and then this is what we get because it is just very truly highly unfair and downright disappointing. It's like the whole um don't worry darling movie drama that happened and then we got that masterpiece of a movie and I love Harry Styles yes but like the movie was just not good it was pretty it was very mid and i'm i'm moving off the point anyway but to give you a little bit of context uh, dior is a luxury fashion house and they chose these they chose this opportunity of coming to india to celebrate their collaboration with the mumbai based chanakya atelier which is a partnership that is several decades old thanks to the Dior's creative director who is Maria Grazia Chuya and honestly a big thank you to her for that amazing wonderful show that she put on um anyway Chanakya Atelier can be a force in Indian fashion with its quality craftsmanship it has also worked with many other luxury houses such as Versace Valentino Balmain and Moncler In 2016, the Chanakya School of Craft was established as a non-profit with the aim of empowering women. It's educated over 700 women and their school specializes in a one-year program which teaches women the art of hand embroidery, turning them into master artisans 
who have control over their own future and i am being very realistic i wanted to go to this show so badly like i wanted to go so badly cuz i was like oh my god dior is coming to india when is this opportunity going to come again and i tried making any and all phone calls that i could to any connections that i have even people from i don't even know but i am actually so happy that i did not go because this show made me want to cry i once the show happened and i went to youtube to watch it i had to restart watching it four times because every time i got through like the first 5 minutes it sent me into depression and then the only way i was able to get through it was one because i had to like put out this episode and obviously i have to watch the show for it okay and second i literally had to put it on 2x speed which reminds me youtube needs to put like a 5x on their videos because no um like i will give credit where it's due i suppose because putting on a show um like emulating someone else's culture and doing justice to it and attempting to respect it in the process and putting on a show in that country where that culture is from it's a big risk which i suppose dior was willing to take for god knows what reason they were doing perfectly all right with what they had but like the risk could either pay off or it couldn't and this time it just did not and like it didn't pay off you did not have to take that risk but they did take it but yes i will give credit for the fact that they were confident enough to do it it didn't pay off but it's a risk and taking risks isn't always the easiest thing to do so let's talk about the very 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 scarce few positives that i was able to somehow get okay one thing i actually genuinely liked was that they made some custom bags which gave a very indian jaipuri drawstring bag type feeling they were embroidered with gold thread gold colored thread and they had beautiful tassels and they were in bright indian colors and it it was showing indian culture and tradition and that was the only thing that was actually in my opinion respectful of what that show was and i say show with air quotes um next they had indian models and it, that should not be a positive but but i just had to include it because again i was like scrambling for points but it's also basically a crime if you come to india and you're not using indian models for a fashion show that you're doing so sure put that as a positive um next there were some indian silhouettes but it, they were very like um they were like kurta and kurti silhouettes which were like rather open and broader rather than even having traditional silhouettes of like sarees and lehengas and all that like stuff which actually speaks culture like yes kurtis is there but most of their kurtis were just like short kurtis so it was like a button down but it had sort of like a like a kurti feel because it was a little longer and it had a little bit of a dip so i mean you can't say that but they had essentially no embroidery 
and they were plain and they would just look like boxy shirts and nothing else like someone can't look at that and think oh that's a kurta or that's a kurti um the only look that i actually sort of liked and i would give maybe a 3 out of 5 was the last look which was a um strapless blouse with a skirt not a lehenga because that's a difference it was like a floral and skirt in like almost like a grayish purple pastel color and the blouse was actually the blouse in my opinion was actually pretty again not very indian but it was like it had flower details and it was almost giving like a three dimensional look which was pretty i suppose um next was the set and music which the gateway like the false gateway that they made had more embroidery than the actual looks there was more embroidery on the gateway that they made for the decor of the show rather than the actual outfits and i do not get it like there were there were um there were like tea lamps across the runway and there was beautiful flower patterns which is very indianesque like they could have done so much they could have used marigolds marigolds is such a big part of like even traditional hindu culture you they could have used so many different motifs there's so many different places where they could have gathered prints and patterns and embroideries from but they just did not and that is cultural appropriation because they are ignoring everything of our culture and taking the most simplistic things that they can do it, it they have put in no effort whatsoever um one more thing that i suppose was was good was the music the music was actually like fusion music almost there was a traditional um string quartet but it was accompanied by tabla which is like a drum like an indian drum and so the music was actually good along with some classical singing which is used more mostly in like indian dances and stuff um some of the things that i will say were positives which aren't like directly you can see with your naked eye positives but um there were there were like some signatures of proper indian fashion such as the madras chak the dati the sorry the banarasi brocade fabrics there were some nehru collars um there was kurtas and there was like sari esque draping but it didn't make you feel like it was a sari like only if you really really analyze it can you say that okay yes sari esque typish draping um one more thing that i suppose they used was black and gold because that is a very traditional combination but that's not only for the india that's for everywhere in the world anyone would wear black and gold but i suppose some of the black pieces with like a little bit of embroidery weren't terrible so that is where i end my positives which i had to really struggle for but let's talk about the negatives because that is a much much longer list first off no indian jewelry there were pearls like not even indian looking pearls just like there was no indian ju- jewelry why are there no jhumkas why are there no necklaces why is there no nose rings why is there no mang tikas like indian jewelry it's not that hard to find 
I'm just going to go through this quick before I get riled up about it because this is already frustrating my brain. Um, there were no Indian shoes. The models were literally wearing either combat boots or they were wearing chappals, which is basically just slippers. Like that's not even a traditional Indian thing. That is what my dad calls his beach slippers, chappals. And it was, make them wear a juti. Make them wear like traditional looking heels. Let them wear Jaipuri jutis. Because why, why, why not? Why have you put them in like ballet flat, tie up, heel type, knock off? <sighs> okay. Um, their print work was very, their print and patterns were just not Indian at all. Very basic, nothing Indian about it. And some of them, which were like the black and gold, was almost like a Versace ripoff. Not that Versace when it was in that black gold era pattern thing of theirs was very amazing with their Medusa look. But it basically felt like you were watching a Walmart version of it. Or in the Indian case, the Badshapur or Sarojini Nagar version of it. Um, why were there no Indian colors? How hard is it to incorporate a nice bright red or a nice magenta pink? You use neon pink, you use neon yellow, you use neon purple. Why, why, why could you not just use some traditional royal type colors? A deep navy blue, reds, maroons, pinks, yellows, anything. Why are you using neons? Okay, there should have been glow sticks at that show and like blue lights. Um, the, the whole show, even the things which were semi-Indian, whatever, they were plain, they were, they were simplistic, there was nothing special. You could have incorporated a few lehengas, a few saris, a few anarkalis, a few anything. It did not have to look that bad. They didn't even include dhotis, okay? And then Maria Grazia comes out at the end of the show and she is wearing a black kurta and a black dhoti. And that is it. <laughs> okay, moving on. What I'm truly baffled and confused about is, and surprised, is how we have not had a third scandal regarding cultural appropriation with Dior after a show like this. First, I'll tell you the two other instances. They, um, I think this was back in 2019 or 18. They ripped off Chinese traditional print and patterns and then they called it their own and gave it some fancy schmancy name and they put it on their skirts. So that was one huge, like, proper cultural appropriation right there. Second, they stole African patterns and styles. That was the second. And my problem now here is why is no one saying anything to them now? The reasons, okay, the reasons I feel like personally are slightly our fault these are my opinions but for i feel like for most indian people it was enough representation that they were coming to india in the first place and um like okay i mean they did a show here but the show should at least be good or like average that was just a bad show so like you understand what i mean and also like in an indian case i feel like specifically we are very like Oh, love from India, hi from India. Like, wherever, whenever, wherever there's, like, a foreign event here. And we personally just love it when, like, someone... Like, 
you get it like so if they're doing a bad job we just ignore it because they've come here in the first place and that's all we can ask for but no they're coming here with a goal and an aspiration to do well and then when they have not there should be like a little bit of backlash at least you know again that is my personal opinion but yeah that is what i feel but maybe like with our newer generations we'll be less forgiving but as of now this is our state and now let me quote what an article said about this show indian fashion and culture was certainly at the forefront of the show the runway was decorated with marigolds and lamps while the outfits themselves paid tribute to indian artisans with designs inspired by traditional indian silhouettes <sighs> how about you just kill me now anyway to leave you off with something a little funny so that you don't go into depression because the dior show is depressing and yeah that's it for this episode tune in next week see you there thank you बैंड्रा वाले इधर जी जी बे नाट गी गी